0: Couple quick announcements before we start today's episode. One, everybody go check out Jake is Lloyd. They're on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. They're the ones that made this awesome intro music for me, so definitely go check them out. If you're looking to order bulk t shirts, they could be great for sorority events, fraternity events, sporting events, or even for your company. Hit up my buddy Jared. We'll get you guys in contact. Just email the same link in the description of the podcast, and we'll get that settled right away. Welcome to the JB Show. Sorry, guys, for a short break, but today we got a special guest. Luke is on. We've been trying to schedule this for a while, but thank you, man, for coming on.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, we're two busy cats over here, so it's hard to get us both in the same room at the same time, but... um, here we are. I mean, like, your thoughts of senior
0: year? Do you think you this has been your busiest year yet? Dude, honestly, yeah. Um, with, I feel like I got fucked for classes. Dude, I
1: feel like most people think they're going to have the chillest year of their college experience and reality. Um, it's just this semester, though, I feel like. it. This semester especially. So, in my case, I'm taking 19 credits this semester. Um, so, six so, classes
0: and then a one-credit one class?
1: No, so I'm doing 15 credits of undergrad, but then... Two graduate classes, which are two credits each. So I'm doing a master's program at Miami. Okay, that and sounds so, awful. Nineteen um, credits in one semester. Yeah, it's it's a decent amount, but um, I kind of like being busy. Yeah, yeah. you know, it keeps me keeps me in a routine, keeps me doing the things I should be doing. Yeah, not got um, you. What's your like daily routine? Would you say the daily routine? <laughs> um, well, today, you know, it was wasn't much of a routine. I was supposed to be at my class at eight a.m. Yeah, I woke up at eight forty-five. And said fuck my life.
0: I feel like that's like typical yeah. though.
1: Yeah. What I class mean, is it? It's machine learning. And so that's the kind of thing I can't be missing.
0: Yeah, I all. feel like in college I'm always trying to escape the a.m's and I get them every semester. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Well, actually, this is my first a.m and I scheduled it myself because mm-hmm. you know I really, really wanted to feel like I was getting in a routine, waking up early, you know, hitting the gym after that class. Eating like regular meals. You yeah, know, it's never gonna happen. But it never, it never works out. Especially
0: that way. like I want to talk about Vegas for a bit. We were both at Vegas and like we've done a ton of trips this uh semester so far. Whenever you're doing those type of road trips in college, I literally eat like complete shit. You're just trying to like <laughs> save the most money, like eating fast food.
1: Look, like, Jim, you know let me you tell doing? you this. One of my be- <laughs> one of my best friends, Connor Schatz, right? So on the way to Vegas, he looks at me and he goes, Do you plan on eating this trip? And I was like, dude, I mean I I don't know. Like uh, yeah, of course. He goes, Look, well, I know I'm not going to be. Yeah. And then reaches in his bag and pulls out this giant bag of mass gainer powder. And oh, goes, I met that this dude. This is all he's my the meals one that killed for the two weekend. burgers at
0: Shake Shack, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And literally. <laughs> Yo, his Instagram and, bio says like protein, right? I, it might. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I think it wouldn't surprise it. me yeah, the slightest yeah, yeah. bit. <laughs> I, I mean, was
1: laughing. <laughs> he's a unit. He's probably the <laughs> thickest person I've ever met. and Like, not like thick with like couple C's, like thick with a hard K. Hard K, but I mean, so did you end up beating on that trip or no? Like, kind of when I could get a meal in, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, I guess, um, between my degenerate gambling at four in the morning, if I could get like a nice five dollar, you <laughs> know, five dollar couple McChickens and a large fry, like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll swing that, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And then, kind of taking a step back from freshman year to now, what do you think big changes you went through? Like, how have you grown as a person? What different philosophical like values do you have that you know you were thinking freshman year versus you get in like fraternity, and now you're just like, you know what, like, graduation's kind of near, things are kind of coming to an end and, and a, a little bit more of a, like, a scary note, you yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. Honestly, I'm not that scared to graduate. I think it's just, it's kind of moving on to the next next stage of life, and I'm ready for that. I'm ready to have some money in my pocket, and I'm ready to go, you know, really go tear up the world um, and have the opportunity to do so and have the financial opportunity to do so. But... Um, <laughs> You know, freshman year came here with like you know maybe a hundred dollars in my pocket and um spent it all on you know like cheap beer and yeah. and you know trying to get into frat parties that realistically <laughs> what was the, like the, the
0: fee freshman I'm pretty sure they would like charge like a hundred bucks
1: which oh yeah. I never paid but I'm just yeah. saying it's actually ridiculous so <laughs> you freshman year I yeah. was I was a professional finessing in these random you probably were parties. yeah what was your like what was your wee event go to was just well First, you're like, oh, like, I'm I'm like your five star rush. Like, what do you mean? Like, or five, you know, y'all have been told me I could come. And they're like, <laughs> uh, okay. And then just let you in. But if not, then you just go around to the backside of the tent, just get a little cheeky crawl under yeah. the, uh, you know, right under the canvas. And then you're in. And at that point, no one's really trying to kick you out because there's a bunch of drunk kids at a frat party. But on your note about how I've changed from freshman year now, um, definitely think i've gotten my priorities a little more together um mm. you know especially in the sense that i kind of came in freshman year without a specific plan i just knew i kind of want to surround anybody myself had a plan though like i mean some people do yeah. and you know really impressed with the people who who stick to it i think especially the um you know the kids who are really trying to go to med school you know it's something you have to make That's, a commitment yeah, for freshman year yeah. right away it's like four more years I mean,
0: after school as well yeah
1: and you know you can't you can't fuck up your GPA early if you're trying to get into med school. Mm-hmm. You have to stay consistent on that track the entire time. And, you know, props to the people who are really still on that. Because, um, you know, Lord knows, I changed my major probably like three, four times.
0: I changed it too, yeah. Yeah. You know, the one thing I'm not that big a fan of in this uh, business school is they make you take so many classes unrelated to what you're trying to do. Yeah. So it's just like, I think there should be a different finance class for non finance kids. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And, they, you know, they do it to weave kids out. But at the same time, it's so stupid because, like, one, I'm terrible at finance, and why should I be, like, suffering the curve of all these kids who are actually
1: finance majors? Mm. No, I agree. And I think that the business school should definitely incorporate a curriculum that is a little more focused on real-life skills and real-life—
0: Yes, dude. Like a networking class or a class that has, like, resume building—
1: Look, that was business one-on-one, Teach, teach but, kids what a mortgage is. Yeah. Teach kids, you know, exactly what a W-2 is, a 401k. Things you have to know right when you go into the real world. Right. Teach that kids honestly, how to pay their taxes as how to well. How yeah, taxes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's like a real skill that, you know, a lot of the Miami... I mean, most of the Miami business school will go into the real world not knowing how to do.
0: How much would you say this school or, like, business school is helping you get a job versus, like, you doing it on your
1: own? So, it's funny. I've been definitely doing a lot of um, self-reflecting on, like, you know exactly how much is business school worth it you know going um to this it's kind of like a general general studies for a couple years um you know I feel like you do learn some valuable skills but a lot of it are a lot of it's kind of filler courses um especially if you're not sure what you want to do yeah um but you know I think I think you kind of walk away with a general business knowledge but I don't necessarily think that you're better off in the business world, especially if you're going in with like a general. You know, you leave with a general business degree as opposed to something like mechanical engineering, chemistry, or you know, like a STEM, a really, really, really a STEM focused study. Um, but you know, say you're like marketing. You know, I pretty it's much a, yeah, like what so I, I
0: am a marketing. Yeah. Leader, so.
1: Um, and I am as well. You know, and when I've gone and done internships during the summer, you know, what you do at marketing internship is not that applicable to what you've learned in school. It's it
0: depends just, though. Cause marketing is such a big, like it's true. Uh, umbrella, yeah. especially as like, I'm trying to go into tech sales. I think marketing is like a, t- a totally different type of like, I don't know. There's just so many things inside of marketing. Yeah. If you want to yeah. do like social media marketing. Totally. You wanna, want to
1: like, th- you. what did you work this past summer again? So this past summer I was actually doing uh, more of a consulting gig. Okay. Um, so it was emerging market consulting. I was working in esports. Um, and so essentially i was putting together a industry report of exactly what the esports world looks like and where opportunity for branding and for companies you know looking to include esports in media plans mm. um you know where exactly they can fit into the sphere because no one really understands it um but you know the esports world is something that that it's growing i saw a stat it's growing at a rate of Three hundred and fifty percent in terms of a compound. No, we're learning it
0: in class that like, that NBA teams have their own like 2K leagues. Oh in yeah. Each, like some teams have their own like 2K team, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And they fly their the, well, those kids out to different hotels. To play totally. tournaments. Yeah. There's
1: actually colleges that offer esports scholarships now. It's crazy. Um, I mean the okay. I don't want to. I don't want to give the wrong number, but um, for this game, uh. So Defense of the Ancients 2, Dota 2, it's, like, one of the biggest, you know, hardcore gamer games, but in terms of, of prize pool money. Yeah. Um, and so last year, I believe, the International, which is their yearly tournament, um, the grand prize was, like, $30 million. Fuck. $30 million. Damn. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've been practicing on my weekends.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Must hurt your eyes so much to be practicing for those type of things. So. Right. Right? Like kids are really like staring at the screen all day. Dude. My eyes would be roasted.
1: Oh yeah, the, so that kid who won, um, kid who won the Fortnite World Cup, I think he got like two million. Um, Jeez. and he's he's like sixteen. Name, like gamer name, was Booga. Um, <laughs> Booga, uh. Booga. <laughs> Booga. <laughs> um, but yeah, walked away as a sixteen-year-old with like two or three million, and um, you know, I'm still sitting here with my thumb up my ass. <laughs> But, you know, I guess I guess you can make a career off that. You know, but he said um, he's going to just invest the money and, and not drop out of school. And smart man Be a right good there. booga. He'll be a be good, good one. He'll yeah. be a good booga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but for me, freshman year, I kind of came into the mentality was I always knew I wanted to join a fraternity. I felt like at the school, though, there was limits first semester. Everyone I was friends with kind of had more of a feel that not only did they not, like, feel that they were, like, in their fit, but just think it's the thing because... There was no rush first semester. Yeah. So like there was a, I feel like there was a whole lot of doing nothing. So let me
1: ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. yeah. Are you a fan of the fact that there was not rush first semester? No. No. So so I'm the opposite mindset. But tell me tell me your opinion.
0: Okay. This is why because this is a smaller school. If it was a bigger state school, I think that it would be okay for rush to be second semester because there'd be so much more things to do. One, the city is not built on underage drinking really like you would mainly have to be 21 to go out to a lot of these places and obviously when you first come into miami as a freshman you're not going to have the money to yeah. go to winwood go to like oh, and we don't really S- have south like, beach we don't really have a college bar yeah. scene either it's exactly you know? i mean there was like tavern and stuff back then but still like every time you wanted to go in with your fake you had to pay like 20 30 dollars but
1: i'm gonna tell you even then tavern kudas, all that i mean it's still it's not walkable it's not yeah. that close it's it's not 15-minute yeah. Uber away. And, you know, when you go to a state school like LSU, when you go to, like, an Alabama. Yeah, like, or Wisconsin. Um, you're talking about Michigan, you know, Ohio State. Even, you know, Florida State. Yeah. All of the bars are within walking distance. Which the is amazing. Housing, which is awesome. I mean, literally, just this last weekend, <laughs> I was at, um, I was at, you know, FSU for the FSU-Miami yeah. game. I
0: don't think I saw you there. Gotta give
1: you a little fuck FSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. How you doing, I viewers? I dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was this one fraternity house... Where the back of their house was literally the main game day bar, Pots. It's amazing. And that's the coolest thing. Oh, I, I
0: saw that shit, the bar next to that. Yeah. Dude, that and was the most poorly run line management I've ever seen really? in my entire life. But you could scheme your way in because I just got bracelets what, from, from other people. Yeah. The line stood still for about an <laughs> hour. Often. Yeah, dude, the line stood still for about like an hour. That's horrible. I know. <laughs> and then I was like getting bracelets from people and like my, my roommate, you know Ryan Mill? Yeah. He like called me and he's like, dude, this line's like an hour. He's like, I have a bracelet, but if I give it to you, I can't go back in. So there's you know what I mean? There's That's that the whole thing. That's the worst.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But I, I loved how everything was so cheap at FSU. You, to- you know, you could literally go drink your ass off there for ten dollars. No,
0: you have to okay, so when I was in Wisconsin, uh all the bars are again of walking distance. I go inside and I'm like, Can I get a shot? are like you need a five dollar minimum and i was like wait how much is a shot they're like shots a dollar i was like shots for all the boys <laughs> <laughs> here you order one shot it's like 20 dollars you're like
1: jesus christ yeah you know what i mean oh i mean you go to you go to 11 you yeah. live you're spending 13 14 plus for like a corona
0: trips like vegas like i met a bunch of your boys it was great we were hanging out like for the first time and like i would say like a couple years actually i'm closer to like different types of people this year which is amazing the goal of senior year should be just like branch out and network because like in five to ten years those are going to going to be the people that you rely on for like connections to get in the door it's like companies and shit
1: yeah, yeah. you know, so i completely agree with that i think senior year has been really nice because at the end of the day um you know i feel like for for these fraternity events for going out you know um honestly i think it's it's just kind of good energy attracts good energy. Yeah. So people just want to be around it's like people who know this to this weekend,
0: have... I'll slide by the tailgate. <laughs> Dude, come through. <laughs> no, I probably will. No, I mean seriously come yeah, through. Yeah. Um So their last tailgate, I'm trying to hit like all of them. You know, what So list I mean? this, this
1: last tailgate. Yeah. Last tailgate, by the way, ever for Jimmy and I. Yeah. We're um we're old men now. We're old men now. Dude, how is that an RP? Like
0: one of our RPs in the beginning of the semester, and like me and a couple of my boys just felt so old there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, especially because RPs Literally like are a like a bunch like of like eighteen year old
0: girls like running around and like having the time of their lives, and I'm like, yeah. Like uh, let me like RPs go, are let me like go to freshman like, magnets. I know.
1: It's like let me go to the bar real quick and get like a two dollar White Claw at FSU. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you, I was a Y bomb fiend at FSU. What's a what? So you didn't have a Y bomb? Sounds like you missed out. But look, let me tell you what it is. So Y bomb is they get a can of Red Bull. And they open it up at the bottom, you know, like for like how you do for a shotgun. Yeah. Right? yeah. Take a little handle. A vodka. Little girl handle. A little girl. A little, <laughs> she could be a girl. Little handle She could girl. be a girl. <laughs> She'd be a cute one at that, baby. Bottle of Skull. <laughs> she, she looks beautiful after a couple, a couple drinks. But anyway. Uh, a couple Skull Girls. So <laughs> so you get the, you know, the, the can of Red Bull. You yeah. open it up like for a shotgun and then you pour a shot in there. Bartender hands it to you. You shotgun it right there. So mm-hmm. I tell you, I had probably seven Y bombs um bef- you know, that that Friday night and that much sugar and that much alcohol. Oh, dude, the sugar is literally like, what it's, destroys
0: you when you drink. It's, it's liquid yeah.
1: heart palpitations. Yeah. One of those. I mean, but anyway, I woke up the next morning with like the worst hangover of my life, but at the same time, I was also kind of still drunk. And so one of my roommates woke up at 8 a.m. I mean, literally, this kid's an animal. Woke up and he was like, "I need a cigarette and a beer." And I was oh. like, "What, dude?" I was like, "It's eight in the morning. Like, everyone in our room is sleeping." He opens up the door and I look up at him. I'm like, "He's smoking a nice old ciggy. Yeah. <laughs> I look at him. I go, "You know what we should do right now?" He took the guy and lit it with the girl. Yeah, yeah. I know what we should do right now. <laughs> we should go walk into that waffle house. Yeah. With two beers and two lit cigarettes. Did you? And see what happens. And we did. There wasn't a lot of people in there. We walked in. The waitress goes, "Goes, baby, I don't think you can have that in here." Like, <laughs> I look at her. I said, "Look, back in New Orleans, they let us do it." She goes, "Yeah, I know you're fucking lying." <laughs> do they actually know? No, us? hell no. Oh, like, I no. can't
0: believe I but believe then that. One of the <laughs> other
1: Waffle House attendants came to my defense, and she goes, "Look, a couple years ago, they used to let him smoke at the low bar over there." Ooh, low bar. Low bar, baby. <laughs> but um, wait, what's the low bar at the Waffle House like? Should we like check it out? I'll tell you, I'll tell you the low bar at the Waffle House. That's it's where, you, that's where you want to be. because yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're watching, you're watching everyone chef. You know, all, all, all the all the Waffle House workers chef up. I also saw a couple fights in that Waffle House. How? I mean, I'll tell you, we're staying at a quality. At a.m. at we the sent, low bar at Waffle House. We sent two hundred kids to the shittiest hotel I've ever been in. That first night, I was taking a shower before I was going out. There was a little uh, piece of paint peeling off the wall, so I was like, "All right, let me let me check this out." I pull it. Literally a three by three foot of paint came off the wall in the shower. Just
0: whacked you in the face, and
1: I was like, "Wow,
0: this is a shithole." Oh, we got a nice hotel. We yeah. we, we went a little <laughs> yeah. Holiday Inn Express, a little Continental breakfast. The funniest thing yeah. is was the ju- like. Do you think like people are di- like, say some of the girls you know? Do you think they're different now from senior year as well? From
1: freshman year? Or- yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like okay. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I I, I totally tough. think so. Yeah. I think the thing about Miami is. Um, There's very much a type, a type of person and a a mold. Break this down for someone that doesn't go to Miami. Totally. So there's very much this mold that Miami tries to force people into. Um, And, you know, obviously there's a heavy, heavy going out culture here. There's a heavy, heavy spending money culture here. Um, And honestly, very, very heavy status culture so everyone wants to be at the top of the food chain everyone wants to be you know hanging out with that in group or whatever and honestly thing is it couldn't be a faker environment it really is but the thing is i'll tell you this if you can find yourself and you can be yourself and you can truly you know you can truly be jimmy in the miami environment then you're gonna you'll be it. able to live anywhere. So that's you, you the same
0: philosophy, bro. Because like I anywhere. think everyone has a time with the school, right? Like just for my opinion, where you come in like you're pretty much lost. You're trying to find yourself. You find yourself for a second trying to fit into a mold that you're not are. You're broken down, but then you climb your way back up. Then when you're on your way back up, you learn that like, you know what all I need to do is just be myself in this environment. Do you not try to like fit to another stereotype? You'll kill it. If you do that here, like you said. I think you're gonna be set. Yeah,
1: and I'm gonna say I don't think um, there's any way to be to be you know loved and and really just enjoyed more here than just being yourself, and because that's so rare. It's so it's true. So so because like you hang
0: out with there's so many different personality types that go here. Mm-hmm. People there's I've never met a, a more group of diverse kids just like with different unique personality types. Yeah, but you're better friends at the end of the day. Ones to sound cliche. Like you for who you are, and like like your sense of humor, not conforming to something else. Yeah. But
1: once you understand that, no, I you're agree. Set. You're you're so much better yeah. off. But um, no, I, I totally think. I mean, for me, it it happened at some point too. I think my sophomore year, um, I got very very caught up in like what Miami pressures you to be. Oh, and, same um, same shit dude. You know, I wouldn't say my grades suffered too badly, but I, you know, it was it was really me as a person that kind of suffered, and you know. At the end of the day, um, if you're not if you're not truly happy, then I think, you know, you, true I'll put it this way. True happiness is something that's really hard to come by. Okay. And you're not going to be truly happy unless you are truly yourself.
0: It's not like, for me, what I learned, it's not, because I used to like kind of go places and I'd be in conversation with somebody, but I was always like looking a different direction to try to find like something else. But when you're really enjoying the moment now, it's just like. That's what you yeah. gotta do. Just yeah. focus on what's in front of you. Take it by like take it by day. Not think worry too much. I to think it will all pan out. Yeah.
1: I mean totally. And in college in general, you know, there's such a pressure to go out all the time and to you know, you see friends posting this and that on Snapchat, like, the social even, media culture. I quit, dude, is, I quit
0: social media for a straight year, like literally ice cold for a awesome, year. That's awesome, man. I got back. I should have done it abroad. One of my biggest things was when I was in Australia, I really wanted to do, do vlogging because I thought that would have been hilarious. Like yeah. Rolling up in the streets of Thailand, like with like a quick camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went like, but now I'm back on and like, I'm not using it for the same reason. Like back then,
1: you know, fucking, like, swipe up to see how many likes I get. In the yeah. Photo, like you said, it's not about the likes, you know? And it's not. And I guess society kind of dictates that it is about the likes, it is about the followers, it is about... Um, twisted tea is so good. I just like finished that girl real quick. It's tweezing. Yeah, baby. it's tweezing. Yeah, I'll, let, I'll let y'all know, look, it's always tweezing. And what's tweezing? <laughs> twisted tea season. <laughs> oh That's oh, so good. That's but you good know, though. I can't, uh, can't cheat on my first love, White Claw. White Claw is good. Just gonna throw that out there. White Claw also Twisted took tea is over. more sugar too, right? I'll tell you this: like White Claw took over the U.S. by storm because, like, that listen, is one of the most viral drinks I've ever seen in my life. But what, I'm not gonna lie; truly, is or whatever the farm, Henrys, whatever all is that, cheaper, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Whatever's a little bit cheaper, the kids are gonna buy. But also, look, White Claw reinvented your grandpa's favorite drink. Yeah. Um.
0: So, okay, we're, let's talk stats on the back of the can real quick. We're talking, let me just see if I get this right. Zero grams of sugar, or two grams of sugar, zero grams, two grams. How many? You knew that? Yeah. You knew that by dude, heart? Dude, Have you
1: studied the nutrition no, facts I'm, on a White Claw? I'm Clock? just like pretty good at it, dude. You must be a White Claw kind of <laughs> sort. <laughs> Give me one of that, baby.
0: <laughs> two grams of carbs. Two grams of carbs. Two grams of sugar. A, li- a little bit of sodium, maybe. A little bit of sodium. Yeah. And then nothing else. And then I think the vodka has the calories of no 100. Yeah.
1: No protein. Yeah. 100 calories. But
0: uh, we're talking a drink that has low carbs, people crave, bro. Yeah. People don't... I think the biggest thing with beer is people are stepping away from the brand of beer because of the carbs. I don't
1: think people are necessarily stepping away from it, but you know the fact that it is... I'll say it right now, carbs-
0: to the world of whoever's listening, I prefer a claw over a beer right now. Just like ing- like... Ru- for well, when de- I'm out to dinner, I'll get a beer, but like if I'm tailgating, I- I'll perform myself a nice little. I'll claw. tell you, it depends on the situation, yeah. but in
1: general, though, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, I tell you, I'm a big IPA guy. I'm like an old man. Cute. I'm no, an old man. I'll drink an IPA. So look, if I go to Yard House, Yard House is my favorite restaurant in Miami. They have the largest menu, the beer menu of on tap beers. That I've seen in this entire city, but the thing is, Your they also a serve them really in great menu. these half-yard glasses, so you can get a half-yarder of pretty much any beer you want. You yeah. know, yeah, you can only control yourself. Um, another thing I heard, the quote I heard that I really, really, really like, and I cu- really took to heart is, um, you know, lucky things happen to people who work hard, and all it takes is that one lucky break, and then you're in. You know, whatever it is, and yeah, you know, the thing is though, if you're putting in the work opening yourself up to opportunities, if you're opening yourself up to, you know, again, situations that you'd normally be uncomfortable in, you'll you'll find that break. And it's so what you put out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, it's uh the
0: effort you put in is the ROI you're gonna get exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. A lot
1: like a lot of things in life, man. What yeah. you put into it is what you get out of it.
0: That's what someone told me on the phone today. Uh like they they were like, why sales? And I gave an answer and are like, listen, like what you put in is the ROI you're gonna get out. And I was like, damn, that's pretty good. I'm gonna no. add that to uh
1: a little wise sales answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so I heard you had some people asking you questions on oh, Instagram. Yeah. We got, about, <laughs> we about got, it. We got a, So tell so me.
0: So we got a couple. One, obviously, about the Saints, which I know, like, you could say a few words on.
1: I mean, look, I got to sit here and talk yeah, about the Saints yeah. all day. You don't want to get me started, but all I'm gonna say is.
0: So I'll just say, like, a, oh, sorry, finish that.
1: Drew Brees. Is the best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> behind Wentz. Of behind course. behind Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> All right. So, um
0: at B. Cobes, that's my sister, Hermana. She said, What's your favorite color?
1: My favorite color? Um, so honestly, when I was growing up, it was purple. Um, but then I could see
0: you in that purple fit.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, I grew up with the tigers yeah. in my blood. LSU Tigers. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, baby. Go tigers. Um But I say now it's probably like an olive green. Okay. Yeah.
0: From uh, my friend Amanda
1: Shaw, she said, who's your favorite comedian? Favorite comedian, Seth Rogen. Okay. You can't beat that laugh. I mean, I could sit there and listen to him laugh for 10 hours on end, and I'd still be sitting there crying laughing on the floor the entire time. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's the best laugh I feel like I've ever heard no, in No, it's a great laugh.
0: And then from my boy Kyle Holland,
1: he said, what's your
0: opinion on Nick Coletti, and how do you think he's shaped the college like in humor industry.
1: <laughs> I thought you meant how is he shaped as in like, is he a unit? Is he like skin? I was like, okay, wait. you know, Coletti, right? Yeah, I do know Nick. Yeah. Coletti. Um, so, you know, I love, love how Nick Coletti really, really utilizes social media to build his brand. Um, in terms of comedy, I think that, you know, it's definitely hard to pack a hearty laugh into a 20, 30 second video but at the end of the day, he... So he can just funny. He can get on there, and he can be an idiot. Yeah. And he can have You've absolutely zero the ball zero with my shame. bros, right? Yes, That's like one of my yes. favorite videos on the yeah, internet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, Casey you know, Frey. imagine him thinking that, you know, imagine him thinking that through in his head. Or even did he? Yeah. Or did he just go be Nick Coletti <laughs> and just be his best self, and everyone just loves yeah. watching him be an absolute idiot.
0: Yo, on a side note real quick, do you know ASMR, like what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so like... I think it's kind of ridiculous cuz I was like really scrolling through YouTube. I think you can get lost in YouTube for like days, you know what I mean? There's oh, like yeah.
1: unlimited content on dude, there. Dude, you start off looking up hiking videos and yeah. you end <laughs> up like watching like Play-Doh claymation yeah. videos? Yeah. Like, dude, all right. Anyway, all right, like all right. we
0: like four of us were on our TV the other day just like kind of scrolling on YouTube, and then for some reason a recommended video there was like a couple of ASMR videos. We're like, okay, they have like 4 million views. There's something up with these videos. Like someone's got to be watching it. <laughs> people watch like the weirdest thing about ASMR, I think, is like people watch people <laughs> eat food like with like a microphone. Like there'll be some videos like man eats live octopus, whisper sounds only. But like the fact that like whisper sounds only was in the parentheses, like
1: I think it's hilarious. I, I honestly don't understand it. But the thing is there's such a market for it, which is the craziest thing. I, I mean, I'll tell you, my little sister watches some of that. Um, ASMR videos. She's 12, and I'm yeah. like, I, I, I don't understand why watching someone um, squeeze Orbeez with a yeah. microphone two inches away from it is like something that you would love to spend I your am. day watching. But you know,
0: people, there's millions of people out there watching. i tell you, it.
1: people watch some weird shit. Yeah, so, so at the end and, of the day, if you got an audience for it, props to you.
0: Anyway, so like later that day, we uh, I walked in the, the living room and I caught one of my roommates watching ASMR. He was uh, watching. Man dips crab legs in bucket of cheese. And I was just like, this You're is a bucket of lo- what? Bucket of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, how many, like, yo, how, many how views does that spe- have? And he's like, 12.4 million.
1: I was like, bro, who's Jimmy, watching that? how specific can we get? I know. Like, oh yeah. You know <laughs> what, not, I, you know what really I really want to listen to right now? Yeah. Is crab legs <laughs> dipped in ballpark nacho cheese. That's what I need to be listening to right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no i mean honestly honestly it reminds me of like days about this i just dude. don't know
0: what interests people so um what's the, the streaming platform where you can like watch gamers live twitch okay so freshman english class english 105 i learned that people there's like millions of people that watch people eat dinner every night because they have no one to eat dinner with so like they'll live stream in like eating dinner virtually
1: with a bunch of people you know, <laughs> I've never been that lonely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, if I'm that lonely, I'm going to go on ASMR. Yeah, Got I like... Some, uh, I'll King sit- crab leg dipped in ballpark cheese.
1: Yeah, if I'm that lonely, look, I'll just... I'll buy one of those little cam girls, and like, I'll sit girls. there, and, you know, I'm not going to tell her to do anything like get naked or whatever. I'm going to tell her, look, baby, I want you to sit down. I want you to eat dinner with me. Yeah. <laughs> Put her right across me, and we're going to sit down. And for a couple bucks Have a every, great conversation. Like, yeah. yeah, you know... End of the day, if I'm that lonely, man, you can just, like, you could turn on a crab legs nacho cheese video and I'll gladly watch it.
0: Dude, have you ever thought of starting, like, a YouTube channel, making some, like, goofy videos or no?
1: Oh, totally. All the time.
0: I want to do it so bad. And, like, I would say, like, I could bring, like, podcast audience, like, YouTube, which I'm trying to do. Just so much, take so much time to edit. But people crave, like, you watch, do you know what TikTok is? Yeah. People are just, like, craving the 15 to 20 second videos of just, like,
1: random bullshit. Dude, it's because Gen, yeah. Gen Z's attention span is so short. Dude, it's like um,
0: it's literally just, like, noises that they're, like, pressing their cheeks and, like, cradling their arms. And two million views out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, I actually downloaded TikTok because of you the other day. Yeah. Jimmy was telling me. Can you get me,
0: off of it now or are you addicted? I actually, so I
1: haven't even made my account. But we had that conversation, and I was you like, "It's on my phone."
0: <laughs> oh, you got, dude! You got to make
1: the account and get hooked for hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your opinion changes real quick. Yeah,
1: no, I feel like I feel like I mean, TikTok kind of like Vine, two point. It's, it's it's the shittier
0: Vine because our Vine was little comedy skits. This is like music over dances mainly, which is like a totally different. Like yeah. you'll understand when you get on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Once I you mean, on, honestly, you're never getting off. I get I get sent some quality TikToks yeah. over iMessage all the time. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a huge fan. But I, yeah, I guess I just don't know like who to follow. Like, I, realistically, I just haven't even logged on to it. But you know, we had that conversation the other day, and I could say I'm a, you know, I'm I'm a TikTok fan. I'm I'm a budding TikTok fan.
0: I'm gonna ask you in a couple of days how you're feeling. So yeah. All right, so next question, Parker Hughes. Is that his name? How do you pronounce it? Yeah, Parker Hughes. Okay. Parker Hughes. Next question, Parker Hughes. Hughes. Hughes, all right. Hughes. Hughes. (laughs) (laughs) Next question, Parker Hughes. Hughes. Hughes.
1: (laughs) Not Hughes. What do
0: you say with me, baby? Parker Parker Hughes. Hughes. All right, here we go. We'll we'll do it again. (laughs) Say say it with me. Parker Parker Hughes. Hughes. Okay, next question, Parker Hughes. Why is Luke the biggest clown in Miami with a clown
1: face? With a clown face? <laughs> Man. You know. Tell I'll me look. about your relationship with Parker I'll real quick. I'll tell you this. Look. Let me answer the question first and I'll tell you about Parker. Yeah. Once you get hooked on clowning, you get addicted. And there's no going back. And not everyone's down to clown all the time. But at the end of the day, am I having the most fun in the room? Yeah. Of course. And is that what matters? I mean, in a selfish way, yeah. a fucking course. Yeah. <laughs> but Parker, look, Parker's a clown himself. So, Parker and I actually um we met at Rush my my sophomore year and he told me That that is a kind of random kid. All, you know, again, going back to talking about being open to opportunities, like he goes, "Yeah, like we should totally hit Mardi Gras this year." And I was like, yeah, i I guess I'm down to drive back. Um, he gave me his number right then and there. um I had met talked to him for five minutes, and then fast forward three, four months, and we're in a car together, headed to Mardi Gras. He's not like in our fraternity or anything, but like with a bunch of you know, with a bunch of kids in my fraternity, and um we sent it there and and I'm telling you, we had an absolute blast, um but then fast forward again, another semester. He's in our fraternity. He's now, you know, running for a bunch of different social positions. Um, but, yeah, yeah, good kid, good kid. But he's a he's a clown himself. So we also lived together in New York this summer. Um, he was working for a he was working for a bank. Um, and you know, I was working for the consulting firm. Um, we never chilled in the city this summer, dude. I'm kind of upset. Yeah, I know we
0: didn't. But the thing is, like, we talked about it all the time. With, we were we were busy. I, I think obviously going back to. See how much time we got. All right, it's like another five to ten minutes. Like last segment, I think one of the biggest things is, like we were saying, there's a period of time in school where all you're thinking about is the fraternity. So like, like maybe like for me, like sophomore year for a bit, like the only friends I really had was like I'm I just got initiated. Like I'm just gonna focus all my time and effort in the fraternity. Now, say my better friends, like maybe a couple friends are in the frat, mo- more kids that I hang out with aren't my fraternity.
1: Yeah, you know I kind of feel that. Um, I think that you know, at the end of the day, it, it's it's really just about who you click with. Yeah. Um, you know, people in the in your fraternity. End of the day, when you really break it down to to the things that matter to you, you know, that you might not be the same as them, and that's fine. Um, but at the end of the day, if you can surround yourself with people who prioritize same things, who have the same type of goals, who have the same type of aspirations, um, and who just generally enjoy the same things as you, you know, you'll you'll have a much better time than kind of forcing yourself. To adapt to fit into, like we were saying earlier, fit into a mold yeah. that um, your direct environment pressures you into. But um, I don't know. I mean, again, I think that it, you know, it's important to important to find yourself, but only if um, through experience. So
0: I, I don't think you can wake up one morning like no, you kind can't. of upset, being I mean, like I need an answer. It's like just go out and do some shit. Exactly, yeah. get out and, of your you know, comfort zone.
1: I think college is a time in which. You really you experience a lot of different things. You know, you try try hanging out with a lot of different people. You try a lot of different, you know, I again just things that like you've never really experienced in your life. Um and I think you really get to weed out what, what is important to you, I agree. what's kind of the extra bullshit, um, what's the energy you want around you, what what are the you know, who are the people you want around yourself. Um and, you know, generally just who, who you are. Um, and so, you know, I think, again, college is a really, really important developmental time, not only in terms of school and in terms of becoming a professional, but, you know, in terms of finding out who Jimmy is and find out, in terms of finding out who Luke is, in terms of finding out who you are as a listener, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's not all not all daisies and roses all the time it's not i mean it's not you know life that's just like life
0: i think right when you think you're about to get it like you see your end goal they're just gonna test you and test you mm-hmm. and then maybe that one time you do get it like don't just like i don't know for me i'm a little bit too careful to be like okay it's all figured out no like shit's still changing all the time mm-hmm. it's all like a lesson
1: you know what no, I, mean? I mean life's changing your environment's changing you're changing you're growing you're developing what you want, what your goals are. It's all, it's all, you know, it's not a, not a painted picture.
0: So I got one final question for you, Luke. Uh, uh, one, just want to thank you guys for coming on again. I apologize about the short break job applications have been going. Exams have been going. So trying to get as much content out of there as possible, but kind of top this top this girly off. One last thing is, what advice do you have for someone in college right now that might be a freshman or sophomore that might be struggling whether one, they didn't get that bit at their fraternity, they didn't get that girl or the classes aren't going that great. And they're just like trying to find themselves in school. What would you say that could help them out?
1: You know, I'm going to say, don't lose faith. Don't, don't lose faith in yourself because that's the worst thing you can do to yourself. Um, you know, end of the day, if, if, and that if you can find light in rejection and you can grow through, you know, you can grow through those experiences that, you know, you may perceive as, as negative, I think that that's really what's most important. Because um, it's, it's a lot of the times it's really difficult to find a silver lining in, you know, in something, in rejection and in, in something that, someone that tells you no. Um, but, if you can sit back and analyze what went wrong and how you can improve or why exactly the fit wasn't right. You know, but, sometimes that's yeah. it. Sometimes you get so caught up in, I just want, I want this because but I, it's a brand name or this because she's that girl with the name. But, but, but
0: like, just it to interrupt right for you, you really quickly, like you said, to sit back and analyze it, I don't think it's healthy sometimes, like, nitty-picky saying, like, what did I do wrong? might just not be a right fit. Yeah, There might not be much to look into. Like you said, it's not in your control. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that you're saying like analyze it and learn from your mistakes, but not getting too caught up in it.
1: No, I also agree. I was reading. Sometimes it's not right. Yeah. And, um, you know, definitely don't attribute too much fault to yourself when, I love that. you know, you know, in these situations, cause at the end of the day, we all can get just lost in the prison of our own mind. I mean, oh, you sit dear, there I've and been there. we can look, you can break yourself down like no other. Um, and we've all been there before you're sitting there wondering what you did wrong, why why the situation didn't work out. you know at the end of the day, sometimes you're right, Jimmy. It, it just wasn't right yeah,
0: um, but it's like it's like the one thing as a college dude is that you're for me, I was looking I've been looking so much into certain stuff, like not to say like old me I, that's what I used to do, but not just like look at the big picture and like move on like there's do you know what I mean like yeah, just don't waste your your time,
1: yeah, yeah, and you know sometimes. You're right. You have you have something greater to look yeah. at, you know. And it's all life's experience. also life's also a long road, you know. Just cause you didn't get that that one job, just cause you didn't that one girl, just cause you didn't, you know, pass that one class, you know, at the end of the day, that's just one bump in the entire road. And will you overcome it? Does life have a way of working itself out abso fucking That's my biggest motto. You know, don't get caught up too much in the past because I really believe so. If you if you work hard, if you you know you work hard, you're a good person. Um, you surround yourself with good people. You know, life will figure itself out. You'll be fine. You know, again, one one F on the resume, one or you know, it, it's not going to be the end so of I the world. Not going kill you, yeah. You know, you think you're the only person in the world that that happened to. You think you're like, I mean, granted, Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard. And we're going to motherfucking University Miami. Yeah. But you know, did he drop out of college? Yeah, yeah, he did. And what he what he drop out to do? Pursue his dreams. Um. So I mean, I th- I think if you know exactly what your your end goal is, go after it. Yeah. You know, don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. I agree. Um, but also, you know, don't drop out for something. You know, don't don't give up things in your life for something stupid. But if you know exactly what it is you want, you know exactly that the opportunity is right in front of you, you know, take it. Don't hesitate because nothing worse than understanding that there was a wasted opportunity in front of you. Um, but you know, with that being said, also it's okay to make mistakes. Don't get too caught up in it. Yeah.
0: Wise words of Luke. Thank you guys for coming on, man. And, uh, thanks for peeping the JB show, man. Hopefully I can get you in later this year when we, uh, Face in the midst of leaving this place.
1: Yeah, man, of course. It was, um, thank you for having me. It totally, great dude. to be on the show. Um, Don't watch too, too much ASMR and tell your sister to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be watching that all night tonight.
0: <laughs> all right.